0: Hey family, we back. The blood raneth over over here. So let's just keep continuing. Um, we are at Matthew verse 21. And it says, not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my father in heaven will enter on judgment day. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied it in your name and we cast the demons out and, and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply to them. I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Listen, fam. Let's just keep reading. <laughs> Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is like a wise person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood water rises up and the wind beat against the house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is like a foolish person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against the house It will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious laws. So, Sam, listen. Be grounded in Christ. He is your firm foundation. He's telling you. Anything else? If you're in this world, you're going to be tossed to and from because this world is a ripoff. This world is really, truly a ripoff. Like, this is like bootleg kingdom. Like, the enemy is not a creator. He's just a mass deceptor. So, this world is not true. It's not true. So, let's go to Matthew chapter 8. Let's just get, let's just look at Jesus and his mighty words real quick, okay? A large crowd followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, can you heal me and make me clean? Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, be healed and instantly The leprosy disappeared. Listen, the Lord is willing to heal you. He is willing to make you clean. He said, I am willing. Okay. Don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleaned. When the Lord heals you, that is your testimony, okay? He said, this is your public testimony. You have been cleansed. You go and you tell the church, because we are the church. You go tell the church your testimony for the Lord, okay? Okay? Because he said he is willing. Show someone with your testimony, you are the very person someone needs to know that he is willing. Okay? Because when someone else will see him with leprosy, they know Jesus. That's the Jesus that heals leprosy. You get what I'm saying? He is willing. Let me run to him. The faith of a Roman officer. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him. Lord, my young servant lies in bed paralyzed in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy. See, this is humble. This is that humbleness. Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior office officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go, or come and they come. And if I say to my slave, Do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed, turned to those who were following him. He said, So now we first we see the Roman officer he humbled himself. Now let's watch how the because the, the scriptures say, humble yourself, and he will exalt you up in honor. He is a man of his word. Listen, he said, I tell you the truth. Haven't I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel? And I tell you this that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob at the feast in the in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness where they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, Go home because you believe it has happened. He said, Because you have believed it has happened. Because you believe it has happened. Family, Put your belief in the Lord because he believed it happened. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into the all truth and it will happen. Okay, family? Go to the Lord. Lord, I need you. Lord, lead me. That's all he waiting for. As soon as you say that, Jesus be like, "Bet, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Because you believe it happened. Watch where you put your belief at. Watch what you believe. Watch it. Don't care what man got to say. What Jesus got to say. He the son of man, okay? Don't care about what, what human man got to say. Just measly flesh, okay? Dust and ashes. Don't worry about what they got to say. What the son of man, Jesus Christ, got to say. Okay. Jesus heals many people. When, listen, right there in the title, Jesus heals many people. Listen, take that. Take that. When Jesus arrived at Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. But when Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. Then she got up and prepared a meal for him. Look, he healed her. I'm telling you, this, listen, listen to this. Jesus is going to heal you. And the only thing you could think to do after he healed you is to serve him. Lord, I want to serve you because you're good. You touched my hand and now I'm healed, Lord. You touched me and now I'm healed. I want to serve you. Family, this is why I've been going up because he healed me. And the only thing I can do is serve him. I wanna be a slave to Christ Jesus. That's what I want. That's what I want because I could. he could touch my hand and heal me. Oh, he is so good. He is so good fam. I can't believe he not butter cause he's so good. He is so good. Oh, he is so good. Whew. Okay, let me calm down. That evening, many demon possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command. What a simple command. That's the power in the name of Jesus. That's that power, baby, in the name of Jesus. With a simple command, the demons gotta flee. And that's in that name of Jesus. Believe that, fam. Believe that, fam. Listen, it says, and he healed all the sick. This fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said, he took our sickness and removed our disease. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It says he. Took our sickness and removed our disease family believe that's the power in the name of Jesus, believe that Jesus can do it for you believe that Jesus can remove that disease, hallelujah, believe he can touch your hand, glory be to God believe it, believe he can stop your panic attack, believe he can stop your anxiety believe he can remove that cancer believe he can remove them diabetes glory be to God, I'm just naming a few family, but believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't don't put your belief in what man said. You put your belief in what God said, okay? And he said, by my stripes, you are healed. That's what he said. That's what he said. Who? Jesus. Okay. Glory be to God. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Then one of the teachers of the religious law said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. Another of the disciples said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Listen. You got to humble yourself, humble yourself. Jesus said, I gave, I give up it all. I give it all up for the church. Are you willing to give it all up for the church? Okay, let the dead bury the dead. You leave the dead there, you come follow me. That's what Jesus is saying. If you want to follow me, you first got to humble yourself. You first got to humble yourself and then I will exalt you up in honor. Let, Let the dead handle the dead. That's what he's saying. Don't worry about what's happening over there. If you follow me, we walking straight. You can't walk straight and look back. You can't do that. Jesus calms the storm. Glory be to God. Glory be to God, fam. I'm getting fired up because I'm telling you, when Jesus calms the storm in your life, Oh, God, glory be to God. That's the power. That's when you get to have the power of God. Oh, yes, Jesus. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake. A fierce storm. Let's look up the definition of fierce. Okay. I know you're like, she don't know what fierce means. Sometimes it's power in that definition. Having or displaying an intense or ferocious aggressiveness. Another definition is powerful and destructive. Listen, another one says showing a heartfelt and powerful intensity. Listen, fam, that moment that you just feel like you can't come up. You feel like you been knocked down to the crown. And guess what? You done knocked out. You done lost the fight. Listen, this is the moment where Jesus will come in and calm your storm. Let me tell you something. It's power when you like, I can't get up. It's power when you gotta humble yourself and say, Lord, I can't get up. I can't, I'm knocked out, Lord. I'm asleep. I can't get up. I don't want to fight no more. It's power in that moment. Who? yes, it says. But Jesus was Mm -mm sleeping. It says, but Jesus was sleeping. He was resting because he said, I know the power I got. I don't got to worry because it's the power I know I hold. He says, listen, take The disciples went and woke him up shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Listen, fam, I'm talking to somebody out there right now. Why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Do you think Jesus, Jesus was asleep. Jesus could feel the boat moving. Jesus is God. You feel me? He knew it was a storm. Jesus is God. He knew it was storming, but he was asleep because it's the power in the name. He said, why do you have so little faith? They had Jesus on the boat. Jesus is on your boat. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves. And suddenly there was a great calm. Glory to his name. Glory to God. He said he'll get up and rebuke the wind. He'll rebuke the waves. Why do you have so little faith? He can end the fight and it will be calm. It was a great calm. It didn't just say a, a little bit of calm. It said a great calm. Jesus is on your boat. It's somebody out there, and I need you to know, Jesus is on your boat. Why do you have so little faith? All he got to do is rebuke it, and and the wave got to listen. The wind got to listen, okay? Don't have little faith, fam. Don't have little faith. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man, they asked. Even the winds and waves obey him. Baby! Even the winds and waves obey Jesus, okay? So what's your problem? The wind and the waves, okay? Listen, when Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake in the region of the Gardenias, two men who were possessed by demons met him. They came out of the tomb and were so violent that no one could go through that area. They be, listen, 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 y'all. It says, listen, listen two men were possessed by demons, met him. They came out of the tombs and were so violent that no one could go through that area. It says no one could go through that area. Let's go to the next sentence. They began screaming at him, why are you interfering with us? That's, you know, that's how them demons be. Son of God, have you come here to torture us? God's appointed Wait, I'm sorry. I'm trying to mimic them and I can't even get get my words right. Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? Listen, they got to come up to Jesus with fear and trembling. And that's that spirit that lives in you. They got to come up to you with fear and trembling. Believe that. Believe that. They talk a good game. You don't want to go through there. But guess what? When they see that you know your power... When you know that power of Jesus, when you know you got that that Holy Spirit living up in you, listen, it says that they began screaming. Why are you interfering with us? They were scared. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding in the distance. So the demons begged. He got demons out here begging y'all. If you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs. All right, go. Look, Jesus, just the swag of Jesus, the swag of Jesus. He so, he just be chilling. He said, all right, go. God is good. Jesus command, commanded them. So the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs and the whole herd plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town, telling everyone had happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the entire town came out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away. And wait, they they corny. It's always gonna be that corny person. The entire town came out to beg out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away and leave them alone. Listen, fam, it's always gonna be that them people that don't want to see the move of God. It always is. Jesus out here got demons begging to leave them alone. He, they like, please, Lord, please, can you send us into these pigs? Listen, if you can't, and that's just to come and show you, uh, people ain't going to want to see the move of God, but that don't mean you, can, listen, listen, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to we go. Listen, listen. On to the next page. They begged Jesus to go. Jesus was like, "All right, because you know what? If they dust your shoes off, where did that Bible verse at, Lord? Uh, hold on.'" Matthew ten fourteen. Let's go to Matthew ten fourteen real quick. Okay, let's let's be. Let's read, I'm starting at verse five. Jesus sent out 12 apostles with these instructions. Go to the Gentiles or don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but only the people of Israel, God's lost sheep. Go in to announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Hail the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Don't take any money in your belts no gold, silver, or even coins. Don't carry a traveler's bag with change of clothes and sandals or even a walking stick. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve to be fed. Whenever you enter a city or village, search for a worthy person and stay in his home until you leave. When you enter the home, give it your blessing. If it turns out to be a worthy home, let your blessing stand. If it is not, take the blessing. If any household or town refuses to welcome you, or listen to your message, shake its dust off from your feet. Listen, people going to be like, we don't want to see the move of God. That's all right. Shake that dust off your feet. Okay? Just shake that dust off your feet. Take your blessing back <laughs> and dust the dust off your feet. Shake it off your feet. He, this is what Jesus said. He said, I tell you the truth. The wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off than such a town on judgment day. Listen, look. I am sending you out as sheep among wolves, so be as shrewd as a snake, and as harmless as a dove. That means have that fast judgment. If, if a, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit, you listen. Be as shrewd as a snake, but be as gentle as a dove. Okay, you okay? I can see you. You a bad tree. I'm not gonna condemn you, but I'm gonna keep it pushing. Okay, don't be out here getting knuck if you buck. Don't do that. We only we get enough if you buck for the for you know the lost sheep. But if it's just a bad tree, we don't get enough if you buck for a bad tree. It's just a bad tree, okay? fam, if you need more understanding, hit the withinherbeauty at gmail.com and I got you. But family, if it don't listen. Listen, fam. If it's a bad tree, it's just, it's a bad tree, you know? What happened when Jesus cursed the fig tree? It was a bad tree. Y'all hear her? I'm so sorry, y'all. Mercy. No. Yeah, my puppy's name is Mercy. Because every, like, you know, because God gives me new mercy every morning. So when I call her name, I remember that I always have new mercy. Just a little side note about your girl. Um, but beware, for you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips and synagogues. Jesus is real. You know, he's going to tell you, listen, you will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this is your opportunity. Tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me. He, everything that the enemy is going to try to do for your bad, God gonna turn around and make it for your good. Okay. You got to suffer, but guess what? It's going to be for your good. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child. And children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And all the nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. I tell you the truth. The Son of Man will return before you have reached all the towns of Israel. Students are not greater than their teacher. And slaves are not greater than their masters. Students are to be like their teachers. And slaves are to act like their masters. And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, the members of my household will be called by even worse names. But don't be afraid of those who threaten you, for the time is coming when everything is covered, will be revealed, and all that is secret will be, named, will be made known. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, Shout from the housetop for all to hear. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God, who can, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. What is the price of two sparrow, one copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are far more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Family, He got all of our hairs numbered. You know how important somebody is to count all their hairs? I love my kids to the the death of me. The death of me, I do. I love them. But I don't got their hairs numbered. I know y'all. Listen, y'all love some people out there, and I bet you you don't got their hairs numbered. So listen, that's how valuable you are to God. So why not to give Him the glory? Why not give Him the glory? Everyone who acknowledge me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Okay, we already read this, fam. Okay, I guess we're going to keep reading. Okay. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or mother more than me, more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Anyone who receives you, receives me. And anyone who receives me, receives the father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you get even a cup of cold water to the least of my followers, you will be surely rewarded. Listen, family, listen, God is good, okay, and listen, don't let nobody hold you back from knowing the Lord. Don't let nobody hold you back from that. Can't nobody love you like God loves you. You can't love nobody else the way God loves that person. You just can't. Love God with all your heart. Seek him and everything else will be added on to you. You can never love the people in your life, and your surroundings properly until you allow, you love the Lord first. Allow him to show you how much he loves you. Then you can be all that you are supposed to be. Then you can love people the way you are supposed to. I know we keep talking about this, but love is the greatest. Okay, Father. Okay, let's go back to Matthew, verse 9. Jesus climbed into a boat and went back across the lake to his own town. Some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, Be encouraged, my child, for your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of religious law said to themselves, That's blasphemy. Does he think he's God? Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them. See, fam, cyborg, let's stop. Like, he know everything. He know our thoughts. So when you're sitting there thinking something, like, don't think you're hiding it from him. Like, the only person you're lying to is yourself because he knows your thoughts. (laughs) The truth will set you free. It's release in saying it because he already knows you holding it in. And if you only lying to yourself, because he know. If you feel a certain way, tell him how you feel. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you have such evil thoughts in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I'll prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. That's that same that that authority the son of the man has. That's the authority in the name of Jesus. Okay. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up and went home. Fear swept through the crowd as they saw this happen. And they praised God for giving humans such authority. Praise him because that's the authority he gave you. Is that power in the name of Jesus. That name of Jesus holds power. Praise him. Praise him that you have the authority. Okay, hold on. Let's go to Luke. 10 verse 18. You know, somebody tried to blaspheme my God with this, but it's good because because the one part they forgot was the most important part, and I'm gonna point that out. Verse 10, chapter 10, verse 18 says, Yes, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. But see, when, when this person tried to blaspheme my God, they, they forgot this part. Look, I have given you the authority. Over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you, but don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. So, yeah, you could try to use that name of Jesus, but your name got to be registered in heaven, okay? Because you ain't casting out no demons. If your name ain't registered. Well, I can't say that because he did say, Lord, Lord, Lord. But the Lord knows your heart. So let me not say it because I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. Let's backtrack. Sorry, fam. I jumped to it. But I'm just saying, it's people that have evil in their hearts. They, heart. they could have started out for the right things and then their hearts turned evil. They, they got prideful. You hear what I'm saying? Like, they, they started acting like that was their power and not giving power to the Lord. Okay, fam? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you following me. Listen, if you ain't following me, you can hit me up at withinherbeauty at gmail.com and we can have a conversation about this. Listen. So let's go back to Matthew. Was we on Matthew? Hey, y'all. I really wish y'all could talk back. Listen. Okay, yeah, we were. So let's go to. Verse 9. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple. See, he said, I choose you. You didn't choose me. He chose him. Okay? Jesus chose you. You ain't choose him. Jesus said to him, so Matthew got up and followed him. Because, listen, he chose him. So you going to do what he said? It's, it's a thing, right? If the Lord chose you, you chose him. Like... You're gonna do what he said. <laughs> listen, go go read Jonah, cause listen. Go read the book of Jonah, cause you go in a Nineveh. If the Lord says you're going to Nineveh, you go in to Nineveh. Listen. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. See, Jesus he, Jesus know we sinners. Like he knows we sinners. <laughs> but when the Pharisees said this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such scum? See, it's always that Pharisee that got something to say. And it's like, well, you think that, okay, let's just let's just keep reading. Because when Jesus heard this, see, vengeance is the Lord's, Because I don't even got to say nothing because he's about to say it on the next verse. When Jesus heard this, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. Then he added. Now go and learn the meaning of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. Listen. Let's keep going. One day the disciples of the of the of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, Why don't your disciples fast like we do? And the Pharisees do. And Jesus replied, do wedding guests mourn while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. But someday the groom will be taken away for them and they will fast. Besides, who would patch old clothing with new clothing? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old wineskins will burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins, so that both are preserved. So fam, let's go, because I know we talked about, because this is new wine, and we talked about this already. But let's just go back, and let's read. I want to read the bottom of my Bible. It says in Bible times, wine was not kept in glass bottles, but in goat skins sewn around the edges to form water like bags. New wine expanded as it fermented, stretching its wineskin. After the wine had aged, the stretched skin would burst if new wine was poured into it. New wine therefore has always put into new wineskins. Jesus used this description to explain that he had not come to patch up the old religious system of Judaism with its rules and traditions. His purpose was to bring in something new. Though it had been prophesied for centuries, this new message, the good news, said that Jesus Christ, God's son, came to earth to offer all people forgiveness of their sins and reconciliation with God. The good news did not fit into the old rigid rigid legalistic system of religion. It needed a fresh start. The message will always remain new because it must be accepted and applied in every generation. When we follow Christ, we must be prepared for new ways to live, new ways to look at people, and new ways to serve. Okay? So, family. You can't put God in a box. Like, he's he, new wine. This is why this is titled, New Wine. You always have to be prepared for God to express himself in a new way. He is big. He is a big God. We went from Adam losing his right. To, the, to paradise, to, to being in a, a one-on-one communion relationship with the Lord, to be able to, to commune with God. We went from him losing that to us gaining our relationship and being reconciled and getting forgiveness from God. You cannot put God in a box. We went from burnt sacrifices to be able to repent. You get what I'm saying? We don't have to go have cut up animals and burn sacrifices anymore. We are able to repent. We are able to receive gifts from the Spirit now. Do you, you cannot put God in a box. Stop saying what God can't do and what God can do. Stop putting him in a box. Stop doing it. It's the very ones who want to put God in a box who will never experience the fullness that God is trying to show them because he is big and people want to limit him to something small. He is big. He can use whatever. He can say whatever. He is God. You get what I'm saying? God told Abraham to go sacrifice his son that he said was gonna he was gonna birth many nations. Do you get that, Sam? He told him to go sacrifice him. But the faith that Abraham knew, Abraham knew you a big God. So even if I sacrifice my son, you, I know you're going to bring him back because you're a man of your word. Stop putting God in a box. I'm sorry, Sandy. Well, I ain't sorry because, like, I mean, I'm just sorry if I'm a little loud in your ear and you got headphones. Just turn me down a little bit. That's the only thing I'm sorry about, you know. Just turn me down a little bit. Jesus heals and responds to faith. mm that's yes, God is so good. As Jesus was saying this, the leader of the synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. There we go with the hand again. Look, Jesus just lay a hand on you and your whole life can change. Listen, you can be, listen, my thing is, listen, you can be um dead, and the Lord lay his hand on you and bring you back to life. You hear me? You can be dead in your sins, and the Lord just put his hand in it. All he got to do is just put his hand in it and bring you back to life. You get what I'm saying? And, and and this is another sidebar, right? It says that Jesus heals and responds to faith. Family, really listen to what I'm about to say. Remember the Roman officer who said that he not even worthy of Jesus coming in his house, just say it and it will happen? Okay, that man has a different faith than this man right here, right? But did Jesus once condemn the man? We're going to read. Did Jesus condemn the man that had the lesser faith? You get what I'm saying? Did he do that? Let's stop condemning each other for where people's faith is at. Jesus will meet you where your faith is. So what if a person don't have as much faith as you? And that's a lesson I had to learn, too. We all have different measurements of faith. You understand, family? Because we all go through different things in our lives to be able to testify about how big and how good our God is. Stop trying to put your faith that you got on other people. Because if Jesus ain't... Con- Listen, let's, let's just read this. Let's see if Jesus condemned the man for having a different faith than the Roman officer. Let's just read it. So Jesus and his disciples got up and walked with him. There go the answer. Just then a woman who suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe for she thought if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Listen, she one touch, one touch. She just was like, I just need one touch. Okay? Some people, they need that one touch. And don't be that person that says, Well, God did it this way. Don't worry about it. that person, needs that one on one with God. Stop saying what he won't do. Stop saying it. Because let's see if Jesus going, let's see if she can heal from touching the hem of his garment. Let's see. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. It's your faith. It's your faith that's going to heal you. Your faith. And we're going to get to faith in a minute. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. Get out, he told them. The girl isn't dead. She's only asleep. See, the, the Lord was, but the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was outside, see, people, God will tell you something impossible that's why people listen fam we all got different measures of faith because god will tell you something and you'll be sitting like i know this ain't god talking to me (laughs) that that don't even sound like that that's not even possible but then i take you back to with god all things are possible so you get what i'm saying fam like the lord will tell you something and you like this situation dead this thing stiff as a doorknob, Lord. Like, I know this ain't you. But you know that's when you say, I believe you, Lord. Just help me overcome my unbelief. You feel me? When you know that it's in line with his will, because the spirit leads you to all truth, you gotta be like, Lord, I trust you. You the God of possible. You feel me? He said, but the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside... However, Jesus went in and took the girl by her hand, and she stood up. The report of his miracle swept through the entire countryside. The Lord, I'm telling you, one touch, just one touch, just one touch from the Lord is all you need, fam. That one touch to bring you back to life. By of power of God, if that's all you need is that one touch, ask him, like, Lord, give me that one touch, Lord, that one touch. Ooh, mm-mm, let's keep going. Jesus heals the blind. After Jesus left the girl's home, two blind men followed along behind him, shouting, son of David, have mercy on us. They went right into the house where he was staying, and Jesus asked them, do you believe I can make her see? Yes, Lord. They told him we do. Then he touched. Then he touched their eyes and said, "Because your faith, it will happen." Did I say make her see? He said, "Do you believe I can make you see?" Yes, Lord. They told him we do. Then he touched their eyes and said, "Because of your faith, it will happen." Family, that one touch. Then their eyes were open and they could see. Jesus sternly warned them, don't tell anyone about this. But instead, they went out and spread his fame all over the region. See, Jesus humble. When they left, a demon-possessed man who couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. So Jesus cast out the demon, and then the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed. Nothing like this has ever happened in Israel, they exclaimed. But the Pharisees said he cast out demons because he's empowered by the prince of demons. See, it's always a hater. It's, all, it's always the spirits in the back. It's always the people in the back. It always is it, going to be a hater because it's the people that don't want to see the move of God. And it'd be the ones that either got God in a box. It's, they got God in a box. You got God in a box. And that's why people, that's why it be them people that always got something to say. Jesus out here making boss moves and you calling him the prince of demons. Jesus traveled through all the ta- And then another thing, you peep, you peep, right? They didn't even, they wasn't even going to the Pharisees. That's what the problem was. Because there wasn't no power there. They was like, this power is something different. This, that, there's something different. We ain't seen nothing like this before. That's that new wine for you. That's because the Lord, he be doing things new. It's it's that new wine. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of the area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. He healed every kind of disease and illness. Who Don't put them in a box. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless. It's okay to be confused and helpless. Get your touch from the Lord. Like sheep without a shepherd. He said this to his disciples, "The harvest is great, but the workers are few, so pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest to send him more workers to send more workers into the field." Family, after you get your touch from the Lord, um, telling you, go out in them streets because the workers are few. You start overcoming by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. I'm telling you, let people be healed because, listen, you tell them by the name of Jesus, I was blind, but now I see. You tell them I was sick and he healed me by the power of God. That's what you say. That's what you're going to say, family. One touch from the Lord. When he give you that one touch, You better tell. Listen, (laughs) you better go run like they did. Listen, it says, "Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on." What did it say? But instead, they went out and spread his fame all over the region. You better go look. Jesus humble at heart, so he like I'm humble. I'm humble, kids. I'm humble, children. I'm humble. We know he humble at heart, but then it's our job to go around the region yelling, God is good. That's our job. He the God that heals. He the God of the possible. That's our job. Jesus is humble at heart, but then he got this daughter Jade right here. I will spread all the good news. He is good. Okay? And listen, he is good. Family, let's go to Hebrews 11. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in, in days of old earned a good reputation. Let's, let's read this again. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their, their faith, the people of old earned a good reputation. Trust God trust him. Trust that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Trust that he knows that he has the plans for you. Put your faith on it. Believe it. Believe that I know God got the plans for me. I know he got plans to prosper and not to harm me. Put your faith on that. Believe it. Believe it. Hope for that. Hope that the Lord, because he said it and his words will not come back to him void. By faith we understand that the entire universe universe was formed at God's command that what we see now did not come from anything that can be seen. Family, we got faith. You got faith when you go stand up later. You got faith when when you go to cook you some dinner. You got faith that, like I said before, that your Wi-Fi works. You can't see it, but you know it's there. We are sitting here on planet Earth, and we got faith that we sitting here. Like, we just here. We're here by faith. Somebody tell me how we got here, and I don't want to hear no Big Bang or y'all talk about some apes. I don't want to hear that. It's by Jesus Christ. It's by God. It was by faith that Abel bought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. Listen, for before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah bought a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God and warned him who warned him about things that had never happened before by his faith. Noah condemned the rest of the world, and he received the righteousness that comes from faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going, and even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in his tent. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. It's by faith. Don't let nobody ever tell you too old. It's your faith. Put your faith on it. Look, let the Lord seek the Lord. (laughs) Put your faith forward it, though. (laughs) Be like, just be like, Lord, is this your will? And Then put your faith forward it. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. Family, really go back and read Abraham and Sarah. They were old, and they had one child. And he birthed nations. That is the God of the possible. They was in their 90s, like their late 90s having a baby. Don't let somebody tell you what the move of God in your life is like. Because don't nobody know the plans that God has for you except God. Family, keep reading this verse. Keep reading this verse, fam. Because we only got, we don't want limited time. But it's one more Bible verse that I really want to bring to you family. So let's go to that real quick. Let's go to hold on. Isaiah fifty five, eleven. It said, well, let's let's start at 10. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same way with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It accomplishes all I want it to and it will prosper wherever I send it. You will live in peace and joy. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of field will clap their hands. But family, read Isaiah fifty-five. But remember what the words, what the Lord said. It is the same with His word. He sends it out, and it'll always produce fruit. It will accomplish all He wants it to do. Get a, to, in order to get aligned with the Lord and to understand the Lord's voice and what He's telling you read his word, his living word. The Bible is the living word. As you read it, you'll be able to get more understanding of what the Lord says. You get what I'm saying? You'll be able to understand his voice. People be like, God's quiet, but most of the time your Bible is closed. And then allow the Lord to examine your heart. He will lead you. Just read his word. And it will produce the fruit that he's saying that he produced. How can you know what fruit the Lord wants to produce if your Bible is closed? Open your Bible, fam. We will be back. This is going to, I think it's going to, listen, B. Part six, new wine. <laughs> part six, new wine. Turn up, fam. I believe that's what we are going to do. I will see you over there. I love you guys. And I am stay pleading the blood for you. Okay? God is good. He is mighty. I pray that he puts his fire of protection around each and every one of you in Jesus' mighty name. And we will see you over on the new wine part six. Bye, family. Love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. See ya.